0: source for community muskoka made talk shows are on muskoka magazine the bay 88 hey this is dr shervin muskoka magazine is brought to you by dairy lane dental keeping muskoka smiling for over 30 years please visit dairylanedental.com this is arts r us on the bay
1: good morning and welcome to arts r us i'm noreen mitchell i'm here in the studio with my co-host karen cassian And we're pleased to welcome to the studio today for our first time, Alana Noodling. Good morning, Alana. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I will just tell you a little bit about Alana. Alana is a musician overall, an orchestra conductor and teacher. She's a board member of the Huntsville Festival of the Arts and one of the organizers of the Huntsville Festival of Music, which we'll hear more about.
2: What do you do in your spare time? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I love You're to tinker
0: and putter away. Worms, I read this That's morning. That's right. We have composting worms. That's right. And we garden and we have a tiny house out in Hecla. So we, we live fairly uh, minimalistically. Yeah. That's interesting in itself, isn't it?
1: Alada, you grew up in Muskoka. I sure did. When did your interest in music begin? Um,
0: from the stories I understand, um, I used to, as a toddler... If the TV was on, I was not interested in the programming. I would go away and play for that and I would come back to the commercials and I would dance to the commercials and then I would go back and play because the programming didn't interest me. It was the music that did. Nice. So I think probably from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: So you've done a lot in Muskoka over that time since uh, you've been involved in so many things. Uh, But before that, you um, went to high school in Bracebridge and uh, did you study music there?
0: I did. I was in every band I could possibly be in. I um, had a co op in the music room um, and went to, I think it was BPS that I w- had a co op in. And anything music related, I was in, full in.
1: And you're still in?
0: I'm all in. All, yeah, in. all and, in.
1: And after high school, you studied music? And- I
0: did. I went to Cambrian College first because I wasn't sure um, academically if I could handle university. So I went to Cambrian College first. And I studied music performance, and then I moved on to Wilfrid Laurier for music performance. And I didn't really like how people treated each other there in the performance stream because it's pretty cutthroat. And I decided that education was probably a better stream for me so that I can enjoy my playing.
1: So you became uh, a A teacher.
0: teacher. I did. And then went to.
1: And where did you go for that?
0: Uh, I went to North Bay. Nipissing University.
1: And which school did you teach at?
2: Was it Riverside at first? Uh, no, it was no.
0: always, I was itinerant between three schools, Pine Glen, Spruce Glen, and HPS. Okay. And I ended up after two years just at HPS.
2: And you were a music teacher? or, what, or
0: I was a music yeah. teacher at first, yes. Okay. And then I was part music teacher, and then it dwindled down to just a classroom teacher with a little bit of music. It didn't really fit anymore. So um, I made the brave choice to leave the teaching profession. I thought it was and, brave. Yeah. It mm-hmm. didn't feel so great at first, but no. uh, I, I'm living my best life with uh, so many rich adventures.
1: That's great. Yeah. And you, you've you done a lot of um, playing with other orchestras as well. You play a mu- musical instrument. I do. What do you play? Um, right now, my
0: main musical instrument is the cornet. I play for the Aurelia Silver Band. Um, but uh, apparently, locally, I'm known as a trombone player because I played it in pit orchestras and, and the... Um, concert band and things like that. So, but trumpet is my main instrument. Is it the
2: silver band that's coming with kianga uh, That's correct. That, uh, this summer that's on right. the
1: Algonquin stage. That's I look correct. forward to that.
0: Yeah. So I, I play the front bench in the Aurelia silver band. Okay. So, you've, not,
1: you've not only played, but you've also been musical director of late. And is it musical director or music director?
0: Music I, director.
1: Music director. And I'm thinking about um, what I've seen myself and where I know I've heard are probably uh, in. Uh, aware of your work anyway and I'm thinking of the last five years where mm-hmm. you, yes. you put together a little group of we musicians did. great musicians yes and and um, have, have you done a lot of that kind of
0: thing I haven't done a lot it's actually a fairly new avenue for me my first conducting gig in the pit was uh, Anne of Green Gables and that was a Mallory um, mm-hmm. production as well um, and then it moved on to the last five years, and then also Rent. Rent, Rent was, was amazing. Yeah, co-director mm-hmm. for that. And now Beauty and the Beast. So we are well underway, and the orchestra has had one rehearsal so far, but we rehearse it's going again well. on Wednesday. It's Fantastic. Oh, that's great. I look Fantastic. forward to seeing that. Yeah, and we always involve students, local students, so we have three in the orchestra pit with us.
1: So what is the overall role of the music director? Um, there's a vocal coach
0: and a music director, but I kind of do both. Um, with some help, with uh, Nancy Gibson is is the rehearsal accompanist, so she plays and and I just you know tell them what to do, <laughs> essentially. Um, so it's it's a lot of fun, yeah, to see local people just coming out and giving things a try, or after many years showing up and and doing more music.
1: And I know that I noticed that you had uh, Justin Hiscox, who is a multi instrumentalist, composer, and conductor, and then you worked with him again after. Uh, the last five years. That's Is that right, right. In rent. Yeah, yeah. And how did you do during COVID with the lack of music?
0: Did um, you- in our family, we have a musical family. We all play instruments, and we did our best to just, um, you know, keep playing, keep practicing. You're really a silver band, and a couple of other entities, uh, musical entities, um, actually had people record themselves at home, and then the director would put it all together, and they put it online. Oh, I love. So that. if you if you go to YouTube or the Aurelia Silver Band, you can actually see all of the recordings that we did through COVID.
1: The little squares of the little individuals. Squares, I love right, that. That's right. That's great. There was a lot of that going on. Mm-hmm. Would you say that you went through the whole period uh, quite well? Or? I think we did okay.
0: Yeah, we, we made sure we have a dog so we're outside all the time with him. And we just made sure that we went hiking. And we, You have a, step,
2: a stepdaughter, is it? Uh, two. Two. Yeah, two daughters. And they play, don't
0: they? They do. Luna plays the trombone and Juniper plays piano and trumpet and
1: and your partner, play your wife? Yes, plays? She violinist. She plays violin. She was wow. a violinist for the last five years, wasn't she? She was. Yeah. yeah. I had the playbill, so I was having a look at it and yep. finding out a little bit about all of you. Is it's she, hard to is find she and all your
2: your your band like in the comedian. orchestra
0: pits. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Oh, cool. It's hard to find or, uh, orchestral instruments, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we're finding more of those locally. I'm sure we'll talk. about Want that to in talk a bit. about that? Yeah. Sure. I can talk about that.
1: Okay. Okay. So Do you want to talk about it now? So you're planning to have an orchestra?
0: We have an orchestra. Oh, you have We don't have a name yet. Um, We meet on the second Tuesday of every month. Is that right? No, the first and third Tuesday of every month. And it's for intermediate to advanced players. And this came out of actually my wife because she has to travel to Barry Sound, to the Whispering River Orchestra, or to North Bay, or to Barry, or to um, the city, uh, Toronto, to find an orchestra to play in. And she said, you know, wouldn't it be great if we just had an orchestra in Muskoka? Then I could go, you know, I could drive 10 minutes and I could be at orchestra rehearsal. I don't have to spend three hours on the road. I said, okay, I have time. I can do Let's that. Let's do it. So we put out the word and we have a lovely small orchestra at the moment. How many? That- uh, about 14 that continuously come I out. I think
1: that's amazing. <laughs> I do How too. Do start an
0: orchestra? We, <laughs> have, we have four uh, violinists. We have two violists, uh, two cellists and then a handful of um, wind instruments.
2: And where do you meet?
0: Um, HFA has been really generous, and they are giving us their uh, studio for rehearsal space okay. until we outgrow that. Okay. Um, so we really appreciate the support that they have given us.
2: And where would you get... Do you, you need sponsors, I guess?
0: Um, we're getting to the point where I need a governing body mm-hmm. to figure out what we need next. Because I have the musicians. I can handle that. I can, you know, take us through... Hyden sixth, and we can um, we can definitely um, take care of the musical part. It's the governance part that I have issues with, or I'm I'm not aware of how to do it. Okay. So, if there's anybody out there that would like to be part of a new orchestra in town and help me figure out what the next steps are for an funding. administrator sort, of. yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Now you told me at one point that there are so many musicians in this town and they're all like Absolutely. There's no limit to how big this orchestra can be Exactly end up being. And, and as long as it's intermediate to advanced
0: players, well, I'm very happy to have them along. Um we have people who haven't played since high school and, and they're playing now and they're having the time of their life. It's it's a priority for them and it's lovely to, to see them come out and to see the joy on their faces. We have semi professional people, we have professional people who are about to retire or have retired who have shown some interest in this.
2: And is it Bracebridge Huntsville? Uh, it's for Muskoka. Muskoka, for sure. Okay.
0: And again, we don't really have a name yet, but we're toying with um, maybe Muskoka Philharmonic mm-hmm. because Philharmonic, we always think of really large groups, but Philharmonic just simply means the joy of harmony. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's a very simple thing. And that's what I'm looking for. It's just something simple. Where and it people, could be
2: a very large group eventually. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: One of the best parts is that it's, it's a growth mindset group. So if somebody has um, an idea we all listen to it and we take and we try it and we see what we like the best. So it it's not as the music director I'm telling you what to do. It's collectively how do we want to sound? What mm-hmm. what comes next? Because mm-hmm. everybody has their own musical ideas and mine are not always the best. So let's work together and make it work.
1: That sounds very exciting. Mhm. This sounds like a very good moment to take a little break and we're going to come back with Alana noodling and we're going to talk more and this time we're going to talk about the festival of music we'll be right back on arts R us
0: by muskoka for muskoka your collection of muskoka-based talk shows muskoka magazine the bay 887.
1: i'm dr sherman
0: from dairy lane dental and you're listening to muskoka magazine this is arts r us on the bay
1: we're back on arts r us i'm noreen mitchell i'm here with alana noodling our guest and my co-host is also here karen cassian and Karen's able to tell us a little bit about the generate generation or the genesis, the genesis, rather, of the Festival of Music. This is part of the Huntsville Festival of the Arts Education Committee some time ago, right?
2: It, it's kind of a subcommittee of, of our education committee, is it not? That's and, correct. Uh, you can probably tell us more about that. There's, I know that Jerry Mars involved, Kyungha Lee, um, you're involved. Uh, Carol, Gibson. Carol Gibson. Carol Gibson, right? Yes. Yes. So So about um,
0: three and a half years ago, four years ago, Carol Gibson and I had a conversation and we wanted to tell each other an idea and it happened to be the exact same one. So she Mm -hmm. was excited to say, I think we need a music festival in town again. And I said, that's exactly what I was going to talk to you about. So Carol
1: plays an instrument, too. She she does. I believe she's in your orchestra. Yes. Yes? Yeah. She plays French horn. Mm hmm. So you both had experience in music festivals previously. Absolutely. And what was your experience in the music festival? Um,
0: when I was quite young, I believe about 10 or 11, I started in music festivals. So Quana's Music Festival in Aurelia. And I did quite well. My first music experience was um, playing the tuba in Aurelia. And I very quickly changed to the trumpet because it's a very large instrument. Um <laughs> And then there was a music festival um, in Huntsville, Huntsville Perry Sound Music Festival that I was involved in in high school. And I, I clearly remember being at Trinity United and having Lou Levison hand me an award for something that I had done. So coming back full circle to see, you know, the need again um, and to just be part of that planning committee is just fantastic.
1: Yeah, That's a great committee. Mm hmm. So we have actually had Kyunga on in 2019 on, mm-hmm. and she was at that time promoting the, the festival that was to come up the following spring. That's right. And then I think that it was already quite well underway, actually.
0: We were ready to launch and, and then it's not a unique story, of course. Um, and then COVID hit and we got shut down for several years.
1: So now you've resurrected the idea last fall, right? We in did. 2019. And so... Um, What was the process like to go again? I guess you were pretty much ready.
0: We were pretty much ready. We had (laughs) everything kind of underway. Um, We have to, had to sort out the volunteers because we didn't know if people had moved away or if people had, you know, lost interest or had different interests. Um, And we needed to chat with people in public schools and, and private schools to see if there was an interest there, et cetera. So we were actually mostly ready.
2: There there was a concern right up until the deadline that, that there wouldn't be enough people to hold it. And then as happens always in our town and in Muskoka, everybody, uh, the, the applications came in at the last minute. And now you have how many applications? Um, I
0: believe we have over 70 people wow. involved. Um, and that's, you know, 50 some, or maybe I have it backwards. No, nope, there's over 70 classes that are being you know, done, and Mm -hmm. and we have some small bands that are there, uh, public school bands, high school bands.
2: Huntsville Community Choir, I'm in it. Yes, that's correct. Yes, we're going to be singing. Very excited Mm -hmm. for that. Mm
1: -hmm. How does the festival work? Like They've applied, but they have to apply to particular, there's a syllabus, right? They have to apply to particular categories. Different
0: classes, that's correct.
1: So um, that's all happened. That That has
0: all happened. So what would
1: you imagine is happening with the participants who have planned to be there right now? What are they doing? Um, they're probably they
0: practicing. They're probably, well, many of them are in, in high school, so they're thinking about their exams right now. But uh, I know for certain that um, our Juniper is working on some pieces and she's very excited to be in, involved. And the, the school bands are excited. They're working on new pieces. And up until recently, they didn't know what pieces they could actually get the kids to play. So that was a bit of, you know, uncertainty there.
1: You mean in terms of ability? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because
0: after the shutdown of music programs, because it's all air-based or many of it is, or much of it's air-based, um, they weren't able to do that. They were doing bucket drumming and guitars. So now that they have instrumental music again, they have to build basically from the beginning. So they didn't know about the abilities of the kids.
1: Where so they're you- building their confidence mm-hmm. ahead of time, getting prepared. Mm-hmm. The concert, I should say, not just the concert, the, the whole festival takes place March 2nd to the 5th. That's correct. I just had a question about adjudicators. Where do you find them? Where do, you, where do they come from? Um, well,
0: Kiana knows some very yeah, of important, influential pieces, mm-hmm. people um, and other people around. We have one local or or used to be a local um, gentleman, Darren McCall. He's coming for composition and for guitar. Um, so that's wonderful. Is it okay if I name the yes, adjudicators? Perfect. So for piano, we have Chloe Weston and Chloe comes from uh, North Bay. And she is an advocate for the arts in the North. So she's an arts avist. And we're not
2: considered the North here.
0: No, but no. but coming from, from North Bay, yes, it's yes. nice to have her come mm-hmm. down and, and do the piano version of that. Um, we have Mitchell Patey. He's voice and choir. Um, and Elaine Raz is strings. And then Rita Arendes, um, is band and instrumental music. And then, of course, Darren McCall on the str- on uh, guitar, ukulele and composition
1: so i've not I've never been to one of these, except I remember as a child hearing um, some of the award winners from Kiwanis. Mm-hmm. So when they act what they go to a class area when they and they perform in front of the adjudicator? That's correct. And then the adjudicator gives them comments individually if it's an ensemble, or how does it work?
0: So they would come in and and people can come in and watch. That's absolutely fine. Um they'll wait outside until it's their class is called or wait inside very quietly, and then they come and perform individually and then the adjudicator will speak to them and give a little a little bit of advice on how to change a few things or if things went wrong or and and tell them what went right because this is it's all about building young musicians' up so that they want to continue in music um and then at the end of that uh, of that class, then they're free to go um and upon the adjudicator's request, they could, based on merit, be invited to come to the Festival of the Stars or the Concert of the Stars, which happens on the 5th of March.
2: And what happens, uh, like the Huntsville Community Choirs, I think they're the only choir that are...
0: As, as far as off the top of my head, I think they're the only choir that's there. Mm-hmm. So um, then
2: is there's an
1: adjudicator that tells them how they're doing? That's and- right.
0: They'll work with them, give them a, a small little exercise to do.
1: Okay. Is there a choice to be in a non-competitive class?
0: There is. There's competitive and non-competitive. And there's a scholarship class as well for those very serious musicians who are maybe moving on into music um, for their career. And they can apply to have uh, a more detailed adjudication.
1: And the festival classes take place in one of two venues. Do you want to talk about that?
0: That's correct. So um, it's lovely that we can use Trinity United again um, for the piano uh, version of this. And then most of the other things will be held at St. Andrew's Presbyterian just across the way.
1: Yeah, uh, It's great to have them involved, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that Kyunga likes that piano very much. <laughs>
0: very much. Very much.
1: <laughs> uh, is there an important date now for them? Is there anything left just to remember for them uh, that we should remind people about?
0: Uh, for the participants? Yes. Um, you will be getting your time slot coming up very shortly. Actually, right now is uh, today. Um, Jerry and Carol are working on the schedule, which is a beast. I'm glad I'm not doing it because that's I not that my forte. I know that
1: you probably organized yourselves by dividing tasks.
0: <laughs> Certainly did. So that's their huge mammoth task for today. Um, and, and once we have that, then they'll, they'll get information about when and where, which venue that they'll be in.
1: And we should tell the public about the tickets for the public performance on the 5th. Absolutely. The concert of the stars. Uh, Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's at the Algonquin Theater.
2: It is at the Algonquin Theater. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's going to be a wonderful thing to go on. And the tickets are available now. Mm -hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, May I mention one more thing? Please. So several years ago, we had um, given HHS the opportunity in the art department to come up with Uh, high school. High school. Okay. um, To come up with the front of our program. And we did have a winner. And unfortunately, I don't remember the name of the winner, but I do have the front of the program here. Oh, that's
2: too bad. We're on the radio because it's beautiful. Maybe we
0: can post it somewhere. Anyways, it will, it will show up finally because then they can use it for their portfolio Mm -hmm. that they had won this contest to, to be in a program for a music festival.
1: Oh, we need to. We'll put a shout out on Arts for Us next time when we, once we know who it is. Okay. Yeah. Yes. We'll find, find out that. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's lovely. What's your future for the uh, music festival? Um, our hope is
0: that after this year, um, and and like Karen said, we weren't sure it was actually going to run until the last minute, um, but our hope is that it will continue on for many years to come. Once we have it organized and it's delivered, we can tweak all of the things with the help of the music teachers in town, what worked for you, what didn't work for you, for the participants, what worked for you, what didn't work for you. And then we can just become more of an accredited music festival and people talk about it in different places.
1: So it'll
2: be an annual event. Absolutely. Do you see your orchestra fitting in to that somehow? I believe it will. Mm -hmm.
0: I believe it will. Um, With the orchestra, it's interesting. My wife goes to Huronia Symphony and she had somebody come up to her and say, did you know that there's an orchestra in Huntsville? Are you part of that?
1: So the word is already out
0: down south, which is lovely.
1: And would you like to tell people how they can get in touch with you about that?
0: Um, Absolutely. I think the best part right or the best way right now is to just give me a call at 705-205-0907. You can text or call um, and then I can give you more information about uh, either one of those.
1: Including volunteers? Absolutely. Sure. And
2: you're looking for volunteers for for this? Uh,
0: Volunteers, sponsors, donors, so how do um, they,
2: same thing, they call you? Uh, they can call me, yeah. but the,
0: the best way is probably to, to go to info at um, huntsvillefestival.ca. Okay.
1: Yeah. Or is there also a Huntsville festival of Music at gmail.com? You
0: can do that as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I do have a list of some of the current sponsors. Uh, Huntsville Festival of the Arts is presenting with the support of donors, that, including the Huntsville Community Choir, Stevenson District's Lions Club, Dwight's Lions Club, uh, Dorset Lions Club, and Francis and Gunnar Balotis. So uh, there are some sponsors, but we would like to have some more.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the best part of that is once you're a sponsor, we can put you in the program as a sponsor. And the program is actually dual purpose because there's one for the music festival and the same program, if you flip it over, will be for Beauty and the Beast. Genius. Yes. I love that. So it's, it's a double dipping.
1: Okay. Well, thank you so much for Alana coming in and talking to us today about the Festival of Music. And uh, we'll look forward to it. We're we gonna, wish
2: you luck. I'll, I'll yeah. be a volunteer. I'll be you. Fantastic. Be there.
0: Thank you so much yeah. for having me. Thank you. Take Thank care. I'm
1: going to turn now to some listings of some other things happening in and around Huntsville. So, Karen, would you like to go ahead with performing arts? Okay. More well, performing arts. <laughs> Jan Arden is coming
2: to Deerhurst. That's uh, February 11th. I think it's sold out, but uh, it's worth trying to get tickets still if, if you're interested. The Huntsville, once again, the Huntsville uh, Festival of Music is March 2nd and 3rd, ending with the Concert of the Stars on March 5th. And that's happening at the Algonquin Theater. Uh, Beauty and the Beast is on at the Algonquin Theater from March 23rd to April 2nd. And that's the Huntsville Festival of the Arts. It's a, their spring annual spring production. Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf is happening. The Huntsville Theater Company is putting that on. Uh, and that's February 23rd, 24th and 25th. Fifth. There's a matinee also on the 25th, and that's on the Algonquin Theater stage. And finally, the Adams Family, uh, which is the high school production this year, uh, is on February 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th, and that's at the Algonquin Theater.
1: You'll have some hard choices to make as well mm-hmm. over this next while because the sound of music is on at Reem right, Theater. That's right. In Bracebridge mm-hmm. from February 23rd to March the 4th, and you'll have to check that uh, thecase.ca. Uh, to Re-paste. see a bit yes, more yeah. about what, when that happens. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. So I think there's some, a little bit of overlap around these things. I also saw that there's open editions from the Huntsville Theatre Company for The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, which is for their, um, their program for teaching. I've forgotten what it's called. Passion. Mus- uh, Theatre is our passion, mm-hmm. right. And did you so mention that- the
0: Adams family? We did. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, the auditions for The line the Witch, in the Wardrobe, one of my favorite books ever, mm-hmm. uh, is February 7th. And that's at the Huntsville Public Library from 5 to 9 p.m. That's the Huntsville Theatre Company. Uh, and turning to visual arts, the Huntsville Art Society is currently presenting in Partners Hall. Let us introduce you. This is a really great show. I and mean, Karen and I helped put it in. And we can mm-hmm. say that it's all new artists that and have joined it, the Huntsville Art Society. They, uh, last time I heard, two pieces had already sold. So that's <laughs> good news. Anyway, get out there. And there's a reception on Thursday, February the 9th from 4 to 6 p.m. Huntsville Art Society in the community is also around with Huntsville Hospice. In February, it's Stephanie Aykroyd at the Huntsville Public Library. It's Brenda Turner. Actually, I think it might have changed now to Tiffany Monk in February and March. So it's worth looking for the artists everywhere. The Chapel Gallery is busy, too, when they have a, a show coming up later this month. But currently, the Muskoka Arts and Crafts are represented in Summit Center with Behind the Iron Forest. Three artists there, Brendan Duggan, Conal O'Regan, and Bonnie Buse. Um, This soul of Algonquin is actually the Muskoka Arts and Crafts show that's coming up on February 24th to March the 11th. And I'd like one more time to have a chance to talk about Muskoka Authors Association. They're presenting an open mic night with readings by their members, and that's on Thursday, February the 9th. It's either virtual or in person and to check out more about that, go to the events tab under MuskokaAuthors.ca. So I think that's it for now. I think there's mm-hmm. a lot happening. And uh, Thanks again for joining us. Even though it's winter? winter. <laughs> Thank you. There's only one Hunters Bay Radio. We are Muskoka. We are Muskoka.